This is episode 375 of the AWS podcast, released on June 21, 2020. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to the AWS Podcast. Simon Lesher here with you. Great to have you back and I'm joined by a very special guest. I'm joined by Rob Wisemantel. I hope I said your surname correctly. Who's a senior manager here at AWS you in did, the solutions did. team. I did. Well done me. <laughs> welcome to the podcast, Rob. Thank you very much. Nice to talk to you, sir. Thank you for coming on because uh, AWS Solutions is a topic we actually talk about on our regular update shows. And it's well before time that we get to sit down and have a de- more detailed chat about AWS solutions. So maybe let's start with what are AWS solutions, Rob? That's a great question. So we actually have a very generic term, solutions in the industry, it can mean things from somebody whiteboarding an architecture or something in Slideware. But for us, it means something very specific. We have two types of solutions on our AWS solutions portal. First, we have AWS solution implementations, and we have AWS solutions consulting offers. So some very strict bill of materials that go into each one of those. So the AWS solutions implementations, they include things like quick starts and AWS native solutions. Help me understand what what those are and what we're trying to solve for those. Absolutely, thank you. So AWS solutions implementations contain three things. First of all, they contain a reference architecture. That architecture has been designed by a cloud architect or solutions architect at AWS. Secondly, it contains a detailed deployment guide. We actually walk customers through step-by-step what is happening behind the scenes of that architecture. And that's really good granular information for our customers. And finally, it contains an automated mechanism for deployment. Typically, it contains a cloud formation template with these solutions implementations. In the quick starts, sometimes they're an AMI, sometimes they're a cloud formation template, sometimes they're Terraform. But the key thing here is we're really trying to help our customers get started faster. We've built these to help customers operate their workloads and really trying to find customer industry or technology specific architectures that they could use to help speed up their business outcomes quicker. And, and these are kind of designed as a, as a basis to start from. So they're not, uh, you can use them and they, they do the job perfectly. Um, but the, the thing I like about them is, is you've got the architecture, you've got the cloud formation. It's kind of like show me your work. And, and so you can take that and then build upon it for your own use case. So these, these are kind of like accelerants, aren't they? Absolutely. They are all production ready. It's a matter of inserting them in the appropriate position inside of the workloads for the customer's workloads themselves. So for example, we have a great solution that's the media analysis solution. This solution takes in media files, performs translation, transcription, object recognition, celebrity recognition, it even does timestamping. And this is a great functionality. So customers within like a higher education environment who are doing videos and recording their own classrooms can actually go through and now timestamp when professors are talking about specific times. So the solution itself is ready to deploy and could go right into a customer's environment, but it takes some engineering behind the scenes to actually incorporate that into the overall customer workflow. And what are these costs and how do I get them? Yeah, that's, that's one of the great questions. So they're actually free for our customers. We've designed and vetted these and published them as open source code. The customer just has to pay for the underlying services that they utilize as part of the underlying solution itself. And actually some of the solutions are designed to customers to help save money. So for example, we have AWS Instance Scheduler, which starts and stops EC2 or RDS instances. 
So imagine you're a customer and you're going home for the weekend and you don't need to utilize those EC2 instances. This solution could actually shut down those EC2 RDS instances, saving your customer up to 70% of their bill if they're doing this on a daily basis. So they're free to utilize, free to customize, and they actually help customers save money themselves. One of the, the I guess, side benefits of these solutions that I've found, because I, I do use them from time to time myself, is even if you don't need the entirety of a whole solution, but you're maybe delving into a new service area, et cetera, there's often a, a subset that's quite useful to understand, well, how would I use this? How would I architect this correctly? So, you know, things I've seen deployed really well so you know connecting connect with some of the ai stuff um you know some of the image recognition stuff Mm -hmm. you mentioned etc it's it's kind of like a learning tool as well as a deployment tool absolutely and so you could actually look at the architecture and say well how did aws actually design this what was their thought process behind this and that's where that detailed deployment guide comes in as well where it talks through What are the step functions that are used inside of these architectures? What are the different services? How are these services connecting together? So while they're all production ready, a lot of customers actually use these to know what is, you know, behind the scenes, how we would design things and what are some of the design choices that we make as AWS. And how does the team design which solutions to build just out of interest? Like what what, what builds that queue? Yeah, we actually always start with the customer first. So working backwards from the customer is important for us to understand the customer's specific use cases. We work closely with our business development team, both industry and platform BD provide us input. We talk to our customers, we talk to our sales teams, and we look at what are those common use cases. Oftentimes solution architects bring us these architectures or have built them themselves and we can help them publish them and get them onto our webpage. So it's really the value of listening to the customers understanding what are some of the more common requests that are coming out there and deploying those and designing those with our customers. Now, just to give you a flavor uh, from a listener perspective of, of the different kinds there. So there's a, a, it's actually a really great interface where you can search through a variety of different domains. Um, there are things like live streaming on AWS, there's fraud detection, video on demand, genomic secondary analysis, uh, Amazon Workspaces cost optimizer, voicemail for Amazon Connect, that's a good one. Uh, multi-region infrastructure deployment is a is a is a new one that came out quite recently. Uh, cross-region replication monitor, customizations for AWS Control Tower, the AWS Limit Monitor, AWS Instance Scheduler. Um, th- there's a bunch. What are some of your favorites that you you sort of uh, like to point customers to? Yeah, I mentioned the instant scheduler, which is one of my favorites because it helps customers save money. Another really popular one that that seems very simplified is the serverless image handler. So this one actually takes in images. You only A customer only has to store one image file and the solution dynamically adjusts the image file dependent upon what end device is actually using this. So we use an open source image resizer combined with an S3 bucket and actually it's saving huge administrative costs and as well as huge storage costs to not have to store multiple images. So it's a very simplified solution, but it's very powerful and effective. Uh, So that's actually one of my favorite ones. We have a few quick starts that are good. We have a lot of uh, quick starts from SAP that are cross-referenced into our solutions library. Um, Just for the listener, a quick start is actually an ISV product that runs on top of an AMI. And so we've actually worked closely with our software partners to create those quick starts and list them onto our solutions webpage as well. 
Another favorite one is is the WAF automation. So web app, web application firewall automations actually goes through and helps customer manage their web application firewall. So lots of demand from customers on that. And I would be remiss if I didn't talk about how our landing zone has morphed into Control Tower. So AWS landing zone now is is morphed over to the Control Tower service. And so that's why you see AWS customizations for Control Tower coming out as well. Yeah, it, make, it makes sense. And I think uh, the, the acceleration part is really important. And, uh, you know, one of the, the solutions out there that I'm going to give a call out to because it was built by some members of my team um, is the IRAP protected on AWS uh, reference architecture. And this is about uh, really meeting some of the stringent security controls that the Australian government has in place around its information management, et cetera. And the whole point of the, this particular quick start is to build out the, the framework so that the security controls are already in place before you start. So um, it'd be remiss of me, Rob, not to use the phrase undifferentiated heavy lifting. And I think your team does a lot of work to <laughs> avoid some of that stuff. You do, do you do it once, you do it properly? Absolutely. And that's actually what the idea is behind this program is to understand how can we do this and make it repeatable for our customers. And if you notice, there's, there's a wide variety of complexity in some of the solutions. So if you look at something like our AWS connected vehicle solution, that's pretty robust. And it's really what some of uh, major rental car companies have utilized as a foundation for their environment in onto AWS. And so that contains a very industry specific, robust, highly feature set AWS solution, but you balance that with something like an operations conductor, which is a little more simplified, but helps people manage their overall workload environment. So very degrees of complexity, very degrees of different in customer use cases, which is what we're trying to go for. Now, tell us more about the AWS Solutions Consulting offers. What, what are these aimed at doing? So thank you for that. This is a new program that was just launched in March, and it's actually an APN competency partner program. So any APN partner who has a consulting competency can participate in it. The objective of this is we listen to our customers. We had discussions at reInvent, we had discussions through our webpage and feedback. And while all of our solutions are ready to deploy and they contain production ready code, customers need help with some of them. As I mentioned with media analysis, some customers need help inserting those actual solutions into their existing workloads. So how can we connect that full stream of media from the video source out through the output so people can utilize it? We need some customers a little help with that. So we designed this AWS solutions consulting offers to match customers with vetted APN partners that have a competency in the relative area of which the solution is designed. So customers need help deploying these reference architectures and we're trying to align our customers with those vetted consulting partners so that they could, again, accelerate their ease of implementation and accelerate their adoption of these actual AWS solutions. So how would a customer actually deploy it in the workload? They work with a partner to go through and actually manage that deployment themselves. And what I like about this is it is an international sort of partner cohort. So for example, I've just, just brought up the page here to have a look and there's a, an AWS connector for SAP delivered by Link, as in L-I-N-K-E. Um, and it's available in Australia, Belgium, Canada, Finland, France, Germany, Italy, New Zealand, Portugal, Spain, Sweden, UAE, UK, and US. So it's not like, well, you know, this is for, for one particular country. These, these are available across the board, depending on the particular partner and their competency and capability to service different customers around the world. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we are trying to work with our partners to develop a more robust portfolio of offerings what we want to make sure though is we are connecting customers with 
partners around specific architectures. Everything is founded in the architecture for us around AWS solutions. So each one of these consulting offers is focused on an underlying architecture that is either one of our solutions implementations or it's one of the partners architectures that we actually vet ourselves. So the key thing here is repeatability, acceleration, and vetting these partners to make sure that our customers are aligned with the outcomes they need. So if you look at our, our portfolio, we're expanding that to incorporate additional partners, but the grounding here is around a reference architecture that is a repeatable solution where the partner can actually help customize that solution for the end customer itself. And these AWS Solutions Consulting offers, how much do they cost? So the actual consulting offer is negotiated between the APN partner and the end customer themselves. But the underlying reference architecture, if it's provided by us, is again free. If really is aligned with what the customer's demands are. So we did not actually specify any cost structure for these. We really wanted to make it specific to an architecture, but each customer will have different demands. So the underlying cost will depend upon the overall need of what these individual customers need. So let's come back to the AWS solutions implementations. If, if I'm a, a customer and I've got a, a problem I'm trying to solve, yeah, I come to the page. What's what's the quickest way to to get there? Do I do I type in a keyword or do I choose a, a domain? What's what's going to get me to my answer faster? I think it depends upon what you're looking for, right? So if you're of industry, we have filters on the left hand side that do different technology or different industries themselves. You could actually use the search functionality for specific services or keywords itself. We're trying to create a searchable catalog and expand those search capabilities in the future with things like AI to where we could incorporate questions from customers. So that would enhance our search capability to align customers with existing architectures quicker. And what I like about these, uh, these particular uh, implementations is they, some of them also come with videos that talk you through the solution as well. So you have a, even an interactive learning opportunity, not just reading documents. Yeah, we actually launched a new media series called Solving with AWS Solutions in March. And we've recorded videos that are now being published. We recorded these a couple of months ago and we have plans to record a few more. And our ideal would be to have a kind of level 300 detailed solution implementation video for each one of the ones that we've built at AWS ourselves. So the goal here is to kind of explain what the customer use case is, dive into the architecture, walk through some of the things like step functions and the details behind the actual scenes and understand how a customer would utilize these. So yeah, it's, it's been uh, fun to film those and fun to get better information for our customers out there. Now, now the other part of the solutions uh, life cycle is that you know, things don't stay the same. Uh, you know, versions of code get out of date or, or platforms need to be revised, et cetera. How do we create that, that cycle? So how do people stay up to date with their particular solution and how do they give feedback about the solution that they're using? Yeah, absolutely. So within each one of the solution detail pages, we have a rate the solution button where customers can directly engage and provide feedback to us as a team. We incorporate that into our backlog and we make sure that we understand where the customer needs are. We also do technical reviews of these on a periodic basis to make sure that we are updating them and updating the underlying infrastructure needed to maintain these. The other thing I like too, is you can also uh, subscribe to the RSS feed for the solution to see uh, any, any updates that are taking place. So you, you can build a, a kind of an automated notification system to say, hey, new version of this solution that I'm using is available. I might want to deploy it. Yeah, absolutely. We're all constantly trying to evolve how we're getting closer to the customer and how we're gaining information back from our customer around what their demands are and how these could help them. 
The other interesting thing that I wanted to make sure we bring up is that all of this source code is available for download. You could download directly from our webpage or from GitHub itself. So customers can understand and adapt this into their own environments, or just like you mentioned, use it as a learning tool for them. So all this source code is available for download as well as the CloudFormation template. That's really powerful. I guess that means also uh, pull requests and other improvements can start to, to wind in as well. So if people have suggestions or things that they're noticing, they can, again, use that as a, a feedback mechanism. Yeah, absolutely. So how do people find these solutions? Where do they go? So to go to the webpage, aws.amazon.com slash solutions and browse for either the AWS solution implementations or the consulting offers off on the main page. Good stuff, Rob. Thanks so much for coming on board and telling us all about it. Thank you very much. I look forward to hearing from our customers on how they use these AWS solutions. Oh, I'm sure they'll reach out. We do love to get your feedback. AWS podcast at amazon.com is the place to do that. And until next time, keep on building.